It's that time. <laughs> Things just ain't the same for young Jermaine. Still underrated, but far from underpaid. And though some problems did fade, the hunger stays. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the All Pro Dads Podcast. I'm Damien. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. Here with my co-host, Tony. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TV3 underscore APD. Yeah, I haven't listened to this soundtrack at all. Yes, yeah, I listened to it. It came out what? I want to say when weeks ago, I think. The week I was in Breck. How was that? It was fun. We didn't talk to you about that. Relaxing. Was it? Did you guys snowboard at all? I didn't. No. no I don't want to stuff. I want to go up there and like do it right. I don't want to be like left behind from the group. Cause they all they all had experience like snowboarding and stuff. Yeah. So me, Abram, and then uh, one of uh, Chris's brother-in-laws. Uh huh. We all stood back and then we went and walked like Breckenridge. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. It's pretty cool though. I want to go up there. Were you there for the full weekend? Uh, when did we go up? We went up Saturday. So yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Came back Monday. Nice. And then Haley leaves next week. You said. Yup. That's dope. Just me and the kids. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Never happened in NBA streams. Oh, my God. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is this shit? You better clear your history there, senor. Yeah, it'll be all right. Um, talking about viruses. My computer has been acting up lately since I've been watching Porn. sports on illegal streams. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, illegal streams, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, shit. 5 4 now. Fuck, we're supposed to be family friendly. We're supposed to be 400 friendly, I guess. Oh, okay, well. Oh, fuck. Nuggets just got a big win. Abs are fighting for their fucking life right now, apparently. Oh, okay, Bo. So that's a fight. He just slammed they're Bo both, right before. They're both going to the boards. That's yeah. funny. Fight him. See that uh, that flower in Bennington almost fought? Yeah, they should have. They should have. The Lions yeah. fucking let it, cut it off. I was pissed. Bennington's a little fuck. Ever, dude, ever since that playoff series, like he's just such a fake tough guy. It's it's disgusting. I think Florida would have kicked his ass. Too. I think so, too. Yeah, they ended up giving MPJ that three, so my yeah. shit cash. I just oh, shit. Um... Yeah, he's just yeah. I can understand. I don't understand how you could be a St. Louis fan and like like that guy. I wonder if they actually do or not. I don't know. I I don't I've know. I've never looked into it. Me either. I'm, I guarantee you if you go through Twitter, there's probably like some that don't. Yeah, I guarantee it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Nuggets just got a win that they needed very much. I think they were on a little what, three game skid or was it four? four. This would have been four. Or this, this would have been, been five. five. So they're on a four-game skid after a huge win against Memphis. Mm-hmm. I've been very critical of them this last week. I'm sure if anybody who follows me on Twitter at Dame underscore APD will find that out. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been kind of quiet on, on the Twitter sphere, I feel like. Yeah, except for Broncos. Yeah. But yeah. Why is that? Just take a break from social media, yeah. I don't blame you. I'm ready for one. I just take a two weeks off. Two weeks on. Like I'll scroll and like that's like how I get my news. Stuff, yeah. yeah, that's For how I get sure. my news through throughout the days. But but when you're active, you're pretty active. Yeah, when I'm. Yeah. I think through the. I think you'll be active come playoffs and stuff. Yeah, 
I think with the nuggets, I'm just not like. What's your What's your total hammer again? You want to throw it out there? TV three underscore APD. Ow. But yeah, I'm just not too like. I don't know. I'm not worried. No, not really. Like if I if I had to put it on like a scale, it'd probably be like a two or three. But I'm at like a five. Five or yeah, six. I figured. If I'm being honest, and I, it's not even like the I know skids happen. I mean, look at the abs. They had their 10-game slide. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I need to shut that door. <laughs> Fuck. Can you do... Uh, I you. Here, no, I got you. I got you. You sure? Oh, did you see what happened? He slammed Bo right before. Yeah, and then Bo, Bo took his stick right when he went to go pick up his stick. But that's when Bo shoved him. Right here, look. Yeah. Bink. This is a back-to-back, -back, right? Yes, they played, they played last night. In a tough game, too. In a very tough game. They pulled it out, though. 2-1 in a shootout. Surprisingly. Shootouts yeah, haven't been their friends lately. No. I was surprised, too. This year, I should say. Um, they were pretty... They were okay at lunch shootouts last year. Yeah. You know, fuck it. We're watching the abs. Let's just talk to these guys. We can, yeah. We'll just... We'll talk... We'll talk to Sack first. We'll talk free agency last. Because everybody kind of knows how that went. Mm-hmm. I don't think our opinions really matter to anybody. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but the Avs are currently sitting 7th in the West, last I looked. Um, the West is stacked again. Or not, you know, not even again, the but East. the West is stacked this year for some reason. And I, I think it just looks as stacked because we're not sitting at the top and yeah. just rolling teams like we did last year. Um, but you, like, yes, you said the East is... The East is absolutely. Yeah, they're unreal. gonna kill each other before yeah, they get. Literally, like, it'll be like last year. Like yeah. whoever makes it out, it's gonna be pretty fucking beat up. Yeah, I agree. And it's but it, with what comes with that is you get those teams like the Avs last year who were beat up when they got to you know the Stanley Cup Finals and stuff. And oh, they, the Avs weren't beat just, up when they got there. Huh? The Avs weren't beat up when they got there. You don't think so? Hell no. They had one series that was hard. No, but I'm saying, like, just injury-wise and stuff. We had a lot of guys hurt. We had Devontae's hurt. Val was hurt. Uh, Gabe was hurt. Who else? They were battling, they were battling injuries, but they weren't that's, no, that's what I'm saying. The only one you really lost was Gerard, I think. Right, which I mean, Turnham. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm not like saying, like, beat up like, like they had, like, all their series were tough. I'm saying, like, physically, literally, like, they were they were pretty bruised and bumped. I think just from the way they won the series, though, they you couldn't say, like, they had enough rest in between to, like... Because they ran through pretty much everybody yeah. on the West. Right. Besides what the Blues, that was the only series that went they went six. six. And then obviously the cup finals, but that's it's, it's the that's, cup that's yeah. the end, so kind of expect it. Yeah. Um so I just looked and they're actually sitting fifth. Uh and the gap between Minnesota and the Avs for fourth is four points. Um so another point here would shorten that gap by only three. But the gap from the Avs to Vegas, who are in first, is eight points. And if you're asking me with 13, 14 games left, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. No. But, I mean, you never know. I mean, this this team could get hot at the right time and do what they got to do. Um, it seems like our stars are finally kicking it into gear and getting hot at the right time. Because, like we said, that when they had that 10-game just rough skid of just rough hockey when they were it all was, injured. Yeah, it was not it was, pretty it was, at all. No, it you was, know? I didn't I stopped watching because yeah. it was the Eagles playing. Like, yeah, literally. It, it was, wasn't like interesting. Yeah. Um Nate's getting hot. 
Um, Kale. Miko is staying hot. Kale is finally getting hot. That concussion kind of threw him a curveball a mm-hmm. little bit. But it was nice to see how fast he bounced back. Yeah. Especially after seeing Bo with how he handled his I was concussion. a little concerned with so it was because he came back so fast. I was concerned was on the like, second one. When he had the first one, I was like, eh, like, sit him for how long you have to, you know, whatever. And then he got that second one immediately, and I was and like, then oh, he was this like, could turn into yeah. something that's not. And he was back, like, right away, and I was like. Right. So, um, Miko st- has been hot all year, and he stayed hot. And, unfortunately, nobody really knows what's going to happen with Landy. And I'm not really sure what to think of that. I I think he's gonna come back at the right time. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't if, even. My the only reason I say that is because it didn't make sense to me for them to not get a guy within a trade to fill that void if they <laughs> knew he wasn't gonna come. No, yeah, that makes sense. But I wouldn't even be surprised if he comes back, say for playoff time, and he's down to like a like the third line right. to start yeah and then throughout series is maybe which will be a up. difference like you put him on the third line like teams are gonna fucking hate it yeah they will i just hope yeah. he can come back and come back 100 percent. you know i think even just the presence of being out there you think yeah against on a third line like it's he's still gonna cause problems and depending on That's how true. and then how like bednar during games mixes everything up like yeah, and we saw that throughout the playoffs yeah. last year. I mean, he was even in the cup finals, he was mixing stuff together, yeah, and we were so. like, we've never seen this line before on certain certain areas. Like uh, it, Rodriguez broke, it, broke his dry spell tonight. He, yeah. had a, he has a goal. He knocked the goal. So that's good no, to yeah, see. No, yeah, they're getting scoring. Val Val's getting hot. Yeah. Val had a cold spell. He has a goal tonight, too. Uh, it, it's kind of coming together, and it's not looking as dominant and as fast as last year, and I can't put my thumb on it. Why? Uh... I think teams really studied the Avs and, and figured out how to kind of at least slow them down. You'd, it's not something you can ever stop, but it's something you can definitely slow down. Well, and you're starting to see teams uh, pick up the model of, that the Avs have. Right. Of playing with speed. Oh, is that Nate? That. Yeah. Was that Loke? That was Loke. Yeah. yeah. Well, O'Connor looks just like McKinnon when he skates sometimes. He was on a hot streak for a little bit, too. Logan? Yeah, I think he had yeah. a two-goal a two goal game one night. He did. That was two weeks ago, I think, yeah. last week. It was, I don't know, Tays with a little slasher, huh? Oh, I hate Kachuk. Those are the brothers that I hate the most. <laughs> like, I hate the Morris brothers in the NBA, and yeah. the Kachuk brothers I hate in hockey, for sure. They're all entitled, stuck-up little fucks. Mm, I don't know enough about <laughs> Um, They're going to pull their goal with you. They're going to have to. What do you, based off what you've seen with these guys this year, do you think they could do it again? Uh, do you think, yeah, I think they just have to get in. You think so? Yeah. I think their confidence is just what's going to, like kind of like what we see in Tampa in the East now. Yeah. Once they get in, they They, know they did it the first time, and then the second time, and then even like last year, nobody thought they were able, like, you had New York that was hot, like, going in. Right. And that, you had yeah. Carolina who was just dominating the whole, right. the whole season. Right. Nobody was expecting. They're like, "Oh, this is the year Tampa." Like everybody gave them that chance just because they did it before, and I think that's where the Avs are. Even the national media wrote them off too, which was kind of surprising. Yeah, there was a couple guys who thought they were going to do it against the Avs, but it wasn't as, uh, what's the word, skewed as I thought it was. No, gonna yeah, be. I thought it was going to be heavy, heavy Tampa. There he is. There's Kachuk, and he's to the go to the box. Oh, are they bitch. both going to the box? I don't know. 
I don't even know what happened. It's hard with that audio. Yeah. He pushed me first. <laughs> oh, nope. As power play. Roughing. Well, we didn't see it, Brady, so fuck off. And you just cost your team to It was a 4 4. What'd you do, Nate? Oh. Oh. Fucking deserved it. Good job, Nate. Good boy, Nate. That's the shit you miss with Landy. Landy would have punched him. Yeah. You know what I mean? They would have fought, yeah. Yeah. Um. So you think they get in, they could do it again. I don't know if I'm there yet. I just, I'm not confident in the West. No. No, Vegas is the one, and the Avs weren't even fully healthy, and they kicked the shit out of them. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. The Avs true. weren't healthy at all. And now that the Avs have that yeah. playoff callus, like it's, yeah. yeah, they're just a different breed. I think we can make a Western Conference Finals run for sure. Oh, yeah, again. And maybe get to the Cup, but I just don't know if we can close it out against the East this year. The East is just a No, yeah, I don't know if they could do that. But you think they could get to the finals? Yeah. So we're on the same page. And, yeah, there's nobody in the West that really scares me with the Avs, honestly. No, me either. I mean, I mean Edmonton's hot, or, or McDavid's having arguably the best hockey year ever, but, I mean, look what we did to them last year. He was, he was having he was having a good, or like a great year last year, too. Right, I mean, right. Yeah, so, I mean. He was arguably the third best player on the ice come that series. You had McCarr and, yeah. McKinnon, you know? Yeah, which is kind of nuts to say. It's it's fucking crazy to say. But in any professional sport, the playoffs turn you into a different dog, especially yeah. if you have that callus, like I said. So we'll see what they do with it. But there's really nothing else to really talk about with these guys. It's kind of just, just we're waiting to get yeah. to the playoffs, and maybe you you I mean you bump a seat or two based on how you finish out the year. But, I mean, does the uh, I'll say does the goalie situation scare you at all? Or? No, because uh, Georgie is actually like He's top playing, five in yeah. wins. I didn't know that. Because it, it doesn't feel like yeah, that. I didn't know that. He has a lot of losses, obviously, but he's been, he's a carried a majority of the load. Um, what scares me about that is if something does happen to him in the playoffs, Yeah, kind of like how we saw last year, something weird, I'm not confident in Eustace, you know? Uh, and I don't know what the timetable looks like for Frankie coming back. I don't think anybody knows. And then we made that trade. True. Uh, they have a goalie too that they, I think he's from the Bruins. From Boston. Yeah, because yeah, he has a fucked up yellow his pads. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna play out. I I that's I know he had a game. Didn't he start a game? I think it was a loss. Yeah, it was. Um if so if we get there and Georgie stays healthy, no, I'm not worried, but if something happens to him then that's when I would be a little concerned. Yeah. But other than that, no, I'm not too worried. Yeah, I know the games that I have, like, thoroughly sat and watched, like, I don't know, he's been super impressive, honestly, he's definitely an upgrade from Kemper, yeah. Yeah, and there's been games where he's been left out to dry, unfortunately. No, yeah, the defense just hurt and stuff, you know, so, so I don't think it's, I think it is an upgrade, I don't think it's a bad scenario, so yeah, if we get there with him, I think we'll be okay, we have 16 games left, I just looked, Mm -hmm. Uh, well, 15 after this is finally over. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, we'll see. You're sitting in the fifth seat. If you can get in the top four, somebody goes on a skid of some sort, I mean, cool. Uh, with 16 left, I just don't think an eight-point swing is possible. I'm, I'm fine with the five. I'm fine with wherever we are. So you're going to have five versus four. The way the Avs went on the road in the playoffs, it's easily doable. From five to four, I think you go. You play the winner of one eight. Uh, yeah, because three six plays two seven. Yeah, so you play one eight. So you got Vegas second round. 
No, you play winner of. Or would you play two seven? You play three six. No. Well, actually, it depends on how the this NHL has their bracket oh, yeah, because it's because all fucking wonky. Because it goes whoever the highest seed is. Yeah, it's all weird now. The if, lowest seed goes to the to the one seed. If play if playoffs started tomorrow, we play Minnesota. Which I mean, they do have Flurry back there, but I think he's just as beatable as yeah. I think Flurry's just at that point where I mean, what if St. Louis hung up like six on him last night? Yeah, like that so. So yeah, I'm out. That isn't that wouldn't worry me at all. Oh, this is they're on a four three power play with thirty yep. seconds. Yeah. Mm. Good deal. Got Jack Johnson back. I actually really like that. I like that. If you're if if I'm gonna be honest, I really really like that. I mean, I, he's an old, he obviously he's an older slower guy, but I mean he's. I like ooh. it more for the locker room. Me too. Especially just being the vet and being like, like you said, that older. Oh my god. How did he save that? He had that in his crotch. How did he save that? Man's packing. Man's packing. Oh, he's wearing a cup. How did he save this? Fucking holy shit. Fuck you, bro. And Johansson gets the right pad across to keep the puck out. Here's a seam pass. The rebound comes the other way. This one's going to be a... Guaranteed goal coming up. And what a stop by Johansson right there. But How? Is that puck Did that hit a player and just stick? I'm so confused on, on what just happened. Johansson's going? Yeah. Where did that puck go? Oh my oh no. god. No, that's, yeah, that's not a goal. It slid right under him. Yeah, and then he's on it. What a save. And then, yeah. Holy shit. They're saying the, from what I've heard, like, uh, the Avs, like, their front office really likes Johansson. Really? Mm-hmm. Mila's up. She's pissed. She's been waking up angry as fuck from an Avs lately. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I think that kind of secures an Avs win unless they get a one-timer off right here. Let's see. You got a four-on-three empty net. Right side. Yeah, you gotta win the win the face off here, and you win the game. Win the face off, win the game. Good game. Good game. All right. Um, there's that. Should we go from left nut to right nut in the sack? Yeah, we can talk nuggets. Okay, we'll go back to those guys. Uh, so my worry meter was on like a five, like I said, five. Or, I would say I think six is a reach. I'm about a five. The only reason I'm worried about that is because, yeah, we went to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble, but we just talked about a playoff callus with the Avs. Do the Nuggets have that, or what are we? How are we thinking about that? There, is Malone going to have his rotations down by the time playoff time comes? Because basically every night is same rotations, and I feel like in the NBA you can't mix up as much as you can in the NHL and get away with it. So what's what's that going to look like? So I took the first few games post All Star break as. They were because they made the two big moves where they brought in uh, Thomas Bryant and then the Reggie Jackson. So I think it was trying to get them more acclimated with the bench unit, while knowing like there's still a chance. Like I can always go back to what I had. So this like the game tonight, he went back to the Bruce Brown CB bench with you know Jeff 
running the five. Okay. Our run, Jeff was at four, and then Thomas Bryan actually played okay minutes. I mean, he wasn't spectacular. I think Thomas Bryan's production has not been there whatsoever since the trade. What I've noticed from him and Reggie, it seems like they're pressing. Like they don't seem yeah. like they're like they seem like they're trying to just like they're force not comfortable. It. Yeah, they don't seem comfortable at all right now. And it could be the mid mid season trade and just being like, how do I fit into this team that yeah, everybody is, a, is saying is a championship caliber team? You know. Yeah, but as a coach, you need you need to figure that out and you need to figure that out fast. Like that's what that's that's where my frustration is with Malone is he doesn't seem to figure stuff out. He just goes with what has worked in the past, and even if it's not working, he doesn't. He he doesn't switch anything up, and it's just like I mean I feel like there has to be some sort of change there, and I I don't know, I don't know what goes off in his head. I mean Christian Brown is a defensive animal, and he still gets you a couple buckets here and there. You know I mean he can give you ten, twelve off the bench if he really wants to, and he can save you probably six to eight with his defense. So I mean it's just like why why is that guy not getting more minutes? Even in meaningless games like this this little four game skid we've had, there's been a couple games that were. You know, it was over with five, six minutes left. And it's like, go get him some minutes there. I mean, why can't this guy touch the court, you know, as much as I people think he should. And, I mean, I'm not the only one who sees it. I, I mean, I'm pretty no, it's sure all, the fans it's all over Twitter. Um, yeah, the last so – what, what was the last, though? First loss was Chicago. Second loss was – Hold that thought. No, yeah, so what, since the Chicago game – I pulled up Bruce Browns. So, was it Chicago? He had four minutes. But they were, from what I remember, they were four. He didn't, like, it wasn't bucket-wise. He was getting, like, offensive production, but he was active. The energy was there. And then from there, he got seven minutes in the San Antonio game. He had more energy in that one. Then 12 minutes in the Brooklyn game. Actually helped spring that late surge comeback that they had. Now he's 17 minutes and 20 minutes in the last two games. He's taken all of Reggie Jackson's minutes. And I think that's how it should be. No, yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying from before was those first few games, you saw him trying to, like, we just got Reggie Jackson at, right before the All-Star break, so he's played maybe, what are the Nuggets post-All-Star break? They played 10 games? Ish, something like that. Yeah, so he's played 10 games, and the last two, he's DNP, so he's played eight games with the Nuggets. So I could see why Malone's, like, putting Reggie Jackson out there, like, you know? Right. Um, Knowing in the back of your mind, like, I have a productive lineup with Bruce Brown, KCP with the second unit, CB running uh, Jeff Green at the four, and then now Thomas Bryan at the five. And Jeff Green had a rough, rough, like, first few games after the All-Star break, and he's lately turned it on, I think. Because it looked ugly for Jeff there. For a while, and lately his his non uh, stats play has looked good. His hustle, yeah, um, his IQ. Because we all know Jeff Green's a very smart bench guy. I feel like he knows. Oh, yeah, he's one of those savvy vets. He know, yeah, he's, he's he been knows going to be where knows what what it's just going to look like, and he knows where he's going with the ball before he has it. And it didn't. It looked like he was really uncomfortable with that post All Star break. But these last few games, even in the losses, he's looked good. Well, I think even when when you got to look back on Jeff Green too is when he had that hand injury. Like he was playing really good before the hand injury, and then something went wrong there. And as we know, with all basketball players, when their offense isn't clicking, it starts to like affect them on the other side of the court. True. Very few guys are the other way around where it's just defense. Like CB is probably the only one. I would agree. That's 
his defense and it's going to turn the offense. Yeah, I would agree. You know, him and probably KCP. Uh, debatable, but yeah, yeah, I see. I know. I mean, they're, they're really the only yeah, yeah. ones that are yeah. like it doesn't really affect them too much, like mentally. Right. You know, they know their job and that's what they're going to run with. And I think Jeff Green, knowing like he's a 15 year vet, and Vlatko's playing good minutes. Sean Charles yeah. playing, was playing good minutes too. Yep. Yep. So, and for a while there, he was after the hand injury, like. Lotko took those minutes and he was actually really productive. The and he's a good two-way player, hard, unfortunately, because he is a good ball. He's a good hooper. Who Vlatko? Yeah, yeah, he's a hooper. Well, him and then Zeke was finally coming around too, like yeah. defensively, like that lineup where they would go, where they would go with CB Vlatko Zeke at the five, and then you'd run with Bruce and KCP running with that unit. That defensive unit was insane. And then sometimes they'd sprinkle a little bit of Ish in there too, and Ish's offensive production. Yeah, that was with right. That unit was yeah. That was when you had Bruce running with the one right yeah. after the bone trade. Yeah. Yeah. So, or even right before the bone trade when Bose was getting those DNPs. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in potty training. Yeah. So now whenever she goes to the bathroom, if she can't reach it, I need toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. That's been going very well. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. That's finally. I, we think she has like digestive issues though. Maybe. So we need to get her like checked out for that. And Jordan's big on this red dye 40 thing. What's that? Like, when certain foods and stuff, it's it's literally red dye. And it's like code 40 or like whatever that means in the fucking FDA world. Yeah. It's just an ingredient that's in food. It we notice whenever we give her food with it, she won't. She can't use the bathroom? Go number two for like a couple of days. Yeah. And then when we take it out of her diet and sprinkle a little bit more fiber in there, if she eats it, it's she's fine. Yeah. So it's like she, yeah, she's going to end up being a very picky fucking eater, I can just tell. But, so yeah. And yeah, she just woke up from a nap a little bit ago, and she's very pissed. <laughs> she was trying to take her dress off, like, downwards. Oh, and it was like, come Mom, off. I can't take it off. Yeah. So yeah. Um, But anyway. What, as far as the Nuggets goes... Do you have any? I mean, how do I say this? Do you have any concerns going into playoffs? Mm. Or do you think they're good? My only concern is when they go, when teams go to that small, when they go to the forward on, when they go small on Jokic, you really don't see like somebody else has to step up, and then you already know like these refs are going to give that smaller defender tons of leeway, right? When it comes to them guarding Jokic, we saw it last year in the playoffs with Draymond, and you see it now. Like, you know, the 76ers put PJ Tucker on him. Like, uh-huh. uh, when we played Brooklyn, they switched and put Dorian Finney Smith because Jokic was cooking their center. Right. So they put Finney Smith on him, and they could be as physical as possible, and they know they're not going to get a foul called on him unless it's like blatant. Okay. So something like that, where like down the stretch in the Brooklyn game, the main thing was all right, Dorian Finney Smith, and then was guarding Jokic, and then the help defender was fronting Jokic. So they're double-teaming Jokic, and then AG's at the, in the paint where he needs to knock down the shot. The beginning of the year, we were seeing him knock down the shot, and then he, like... Went cold. Yeah. Okay. So I think AG's somewhere, and, like, mentally, that's probably a concern. But other than that, like, I'm... I think... I don't think he was ready to come back from that rib injury. I th- yeah, I think it's still affecting him. I don't... Yeah, I don't I think, think he was it. ready to come back from that. Because it yeah. said a contusion, and the way they were, like... 
trying not to describe his injury. Could have been was, like a dislocation too. Well, it was either that or I think it might have been like a hairline a full, fracture. A full break. Something. Something like that, you know. And w- w- being his play style, yeah. his arms, I mean, just in basketball in general, just obviously. Lifting your but arms up, lifting yeah. your arms, I mean. You're going to feel it. You're yeah, so I I think I don't think he was quite ready, and I think he's slowly getting ready while playing yeah. through it. Which because he looked a little more like himself t- in today's game. I agree. He was a little more physical in the paint, but uh, the physicality that he didn't really have. That's really probably it. I mean, yeah, maybe the confidence from the bench unit, but it seems like Malone's going to sprinkle more starters in with the bench unit. I I don't mind Jamal. I think he's going with the with the bench guys. I honestly I think, think it worked before All Star break, and I think it's going to work again. I don't know why he kind of drifted away from that. Oh, I, but I, I know it was also because of rest issues and stuff. So, um, I think too it was more the Reggie Jackson. I think they were thinking he was going to be the yeah. veteran point guard for I the team. So too. Yeah, that they were looking for, and that way they didn't have to stagger him. But I don't know why. Like, you know, you could always go back to Bruce running the point. I know he's not a true point, but I don't like when Bruce plays the one. I mean, they were doing good before All-Star break when he was running the point. Yeah, but I think that got exposed post-All-Star break, and it just doesn't look good. It looks too clunky and with, with how this, this Nuggets system goes with the passing system that they have. With Bruce in there, it just looks very clunky. I think with Bruce at the one, I should say. Not I think in they're the still trying to like work it out, though, too, like back to what it was before. Because I, I wouldn't be surprised if Reggie Jackson gets DNPs from here on out. So I think you got to get back to that comfortability with Bruce and CB because... They're still got to work back through it. Like, CB went from not playing with anyone, then when he would get in, it was with Reggie, you know? Yeah. And, and, then, the Bruce Reggie, would, and then Bruce would be at the three. Yeah, and so it's when you or, when you have Bruce at the two or three with Reggie at the one, and you have Thomas Bryan in at the five. Yeah. And it, did, it just didn't flow well. Jeff Green at the four, that's like one of the slowest units in basketball, and it's they got outpaced, and they got out hustled and it just didn't look right and Thomas Bryant's minutes haven't been good minutes I don't think either productive wise no it's yeah, not it what hasn't been what the, we expected coming with him coming from LA yeah because his minutes in LA were great yeah and he looked really really good like when they traded for him I was my jaw hit the floor and I was excited and could that have been, we've been asking for that for the last two years could that also have been just the quality of team he was on like two so like he his, was their his, best us, bench his usage was more yeah, yeah. it be. was the the offense was ran through him like we're gonna space it out and you just go to the block and we're gonna work it. Yeah. And when teams play the Nuggets, it's their whole game plan going in is we're gonna crowd the paint. Yeah. Like the past four games, the Nuggets have been cold from three, so you see everybody just sitting in the paint. Mm-hmm. Whenever when they were playing Toronto, whenever Jamal took it in the into the paint, it was four guys collapsing on him. You know, and then whenever Jokic gets on the block or the elbow, it's like we're gonna have two, he, sometimes three guys there. Yeah. Yeah. So. And lately, like you said, with those small defenders, Jokic has kind of been panicking with that. He looks um, nervous with the ball in that scenario just lately. I wouldn't say nervous. I would say like it's more he knows he's not going to get the foul call, so he just immediately looks to like looks for the mismatch somewhere. And there to is pass. One. So I think he expects like, well, if I got the small guy on me, the center has to be somewhere, so we need a screen. And I would say probably like the standing around and this losing streaks probably what's hurt him the most too. Like you don't see as many cutting, but like that could come from like we said with AG. Like AG was our, one of our better cutters, still is. Yeah, but not like what he was right prior to, or yeah prior to the injury. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just not like, but I'm not like concerned with it. 
not really. Okay. Um, I'm also more optimistic than the most. Um, you can say it more than, than the me. average. It's okay. You well, can I'm going to say that the average call me fan, out, too, because you know? Twitter's, like, fucking panicking. Yeah, they are. My, I have two concerns coming into this playoff run, and it's pace of play and our bench unit, because the Nuggets starters, they... You see, you see them flourish in fast break opportunities, and and getting back down court post rebound, and catching guys off guard and stuff like that. And it seems like that kind of has gone out the window since All Star break. And the same goes for the bench unit as well. The bench used to play fast, and it was go go go, and it was you had cutters everywhere. And then when you didn't have the cutter, you had somebody deep in the corner ready for a shot, whether it was MPJ, KCP, Bruce, because Bruce was hot from three for a while there too. Um, even Bruce was more hot towards the top of the key. I mean, the positioning doesn't really matter. I'm just saying the pace of play on both units is what's concerning me the most. And now the bench and their complete lack of production is what can like is concerning me as well. If I had to make a little list of, of going to the playoffs, what I'm worried about. And like you kind of keep bringing up, hopefully with Christian Brown, getting those minutes and bringing that pace up and that, that pace of play up and just the, the shit you don't see on the stat sheet. Um, hopefully that helps more than what it has been. And as far as the starters, I think upping their pace of play, hopefully they just turn that on in the playoffs. But I mean, tonight against a Detroit team who's horrid and had six of their seven top starters out, the bench had eight, nine, 10, 11. The bench had 20 points. Yeah. And they won 119 to 100. So starters had 99. Yeah, because they were staggered a lot. Yeah. He ran a lot of... Two, two starters, three starters with the, with the bench units. You still had, you still had six guys play off the bench. No, yeah, which I think come playoffs time you're going to see it cut down to. Oh, let, okay. Let's say we'll say four because Chanchar and Ish got one garbage minute at the end of the game. Yeah, and I think you might even get that cut down to like three come playoff time. Is there a roster adjustment for NBA? Uh, I think they lose one spot, so it goes to eleven. Yeah. Oh wait, no. I think they carry like 16 right now. Yeah. I think they so can carry okay, as many okay. as they want on the roster. Okay, so it drops one. Okay. But I think like your two-way players like like Peyton Watson, Jack White, they go down. Because that was the controversy last year when they decided not to put, um, who was it? Davon Reed, I think. Was yeah, Davon did was not Was he the one they the didn't put on the yeah, playoffs? Yeah, he was DMP in the playoffs. And they put, um, was, it, was it Faku? Or Marcus Howard or somebody else? No, Faku didn't play either. Um, no, Faku played in the playoffs. I don't think so. I thought his minutes got cut before the playoffs. No, but he was on the roster is what I'm saying. Oh. I'm saying he was on the playoff roster. I don't remember who they did that with. Because Bones clearly took over the starting right. the starting spot. But I think Faku was... Yeah, Faku got the, got the spot and everybody was upset because Davon could have played and then he would have been that bigger guard that you could use defensively. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, but I th- I don't think you'll have that problem this year. Like, I think I it's pretty not. set. You know, probably DJs, DJ, and those guys. The only ones who are really going to get cut. Like, it's not going to matter. You're not going to have somebody that's productive, or that you're even giving getting many minutes. Yeah, it'll be like emergency scenarios. Okay. Anything else? Let's talk about MVP race nuggets. real quick. I told you I was concerned that he wasn't going to win it. He did. 
Oh, and by the way, I listened to the last episode we did. Yeah. And just with me leaving for work and everything that happened with that that night and how we had to cut it short, it was fucking horrible. That's why I put it out. It was terrible. That was the first time I've listened back to a full episode in a really long time. It was horrible. And I was just like, I, I, it would have sounded so choppy and just not good. And it would have just cut off because I had to leave and there would have been nothing left else to talk about. Mm -hmm. So that was that. Um, but, and I think you said, going, I said that, the reason I said it is because I think on that episode that we did, you said, I'm concerned, Jokic. Yeah, you were like, it's kind of in the bag, and I was like, oh, I still don't know if yeah. you're going to win it. I looked at, also, all the major sports books today, besides FanDuel, have Embiid as the favorite, and I saw that in a tweet. It was like, points bet, DraftKings, and one more, and I was like, well, if they all have Joel as the favorite, FanDuel has to, and they do. Um, Joel is plus 100 and Jokic is plus 160. Yeah. Which is, or like 170, which is which really, really of, good value, actually. Yeah. And a lot of it, too, is just the four game skid. That's everybody oh, yeah, overreacting. Well, during our four game skid, Joel had a great four game. Well, jo- Joel's been playing great yeah. this whole season. Like, don't, I really wouldn't don't, be surprised if he wins it. Yeah. At all. The only one I like, and I think Jokic really just doesn't want it either. I don't, yeah. I, Jokic doesn't want it at all. No. I think he hates the attention and he doesn't want it. And the controversy with Kendrick Perkins, that was the first time you ever heard Jokic like actually speak out on media media and what they're saying about him. And I think he's really just like basically at the point where you're kind of taking me for granted. Yeah, he's uh, not letting it get to him, but, but yeah, that's, he, how, yeah that's how you, you put it in a good light. And yeah. I think a lot of it's like him, him just saying basically like, I don't care. Like you give it to me, go ahead. Like. Joel clearly wants it. He wanted it last year. I mean, he broke down crying because he didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, he did too. He was so upset, and he wants it. He came, he went out publicly and said he wanted it before the season started. Jokic, even when they presented him the trophies, didn't even look like he wanted the trophy. Right. It's just not. He it's just not him. It. He just doesn't care. He, he wants to win a championship, yeah. and which that I guess that's what you want. Like, that's probably why he's bashed so much too. Is just he's. Which I don't understand the hate because Jokic is definitely the teammate like you would want to play with. You would think. I think anybody like yeah. you would ex- like yeah he's the best player on the team but you would have never thought like he if you walked into a building and he was Jokic walked in and bef- and you knew nothing about him you'd be like oh there's no way he's the best player on the team he's just too quiet. Yeah, or in the NBA period. Yeah. Well, you could you would like expect like any tall guy you see you're like yeah he plays basketball. Yeah. Well, so like if Jokic like walked in. And he was on the Nuggets roster, and you knew nothing about the Nuggets. You're just like, okay. And then you see him play, and you're like, wow, he's not cocky. He's not like, he's a he's a he's, he's so like. We cracked jokes last year about how immediately after the playoff loss, he was in Serbia on his fucking horse carriage with no, his yeah. horses. That's all he wants to do. Yeah, he's an old man he at heart. Yeah, that's he's all he man. watches his horse videos. Yeah, he's horse an old races man. and stuff. What was I gonna say? He's like, I don't want to say he's like anti NBA, but he's like. Anti-attention, I think, is just the best way to put it. But he's, like, the NBA narrative of, like, what they expect out of their top guys. He's, like, a Not complete it. 180 from it. Yeah. He, he's just the opposite. Like, Yeah, Adam Silver hates that he's a back-to-back MVP right now and that he's even in the conversation for a third. And I don't even know if it's more Adam Silver, like, because I, I think as a commissioner you want good role models in your, like, to be the face. But I think the main media, like, um... The rest of their marketing team, like how how do you market Jokic as the MVP? Yeah, true. You know, like what are, what are you gonna give him? Some like, clunky fat white guy. What are you? Are you well, are you gonna put him on like horse 
like ads and stuff like that. Like Jokic <laughs> won't even do a commercial. When was the last time you saw an MVP like not in a commercial? Right. Like Jokic has what well, he has no social has media. What, Subway. I've seen Joel yeah, does. Joel Subway. does whatever he can get his hands. Giannis on. does everything. Yeah, Giannis is the same way. Like they. Yeah. Jason Tatum's doing like State Jason Farm Tatum or some does, shit now. Yeah. Um, All the big faces. I don't. I don't see Luca a lot and stuff. Yeah, but Luca's more like, more like more Jokic. like Jokic. Yeah. No, but I'm just I'm going through like the, the list of like guys who are, you know, up yeah. in that MVP race. Um. Who else? Um, Damian Lillard had his whole, has his whole thing, like, the rapper on the side. Like, they all have, like... Yeah, obviously LeBron, obviously. They all have, player. like, big personalities in Jokic. Devin just, Booker does, too. Yeah, they, um, they all do. Yeah. CP3 still... Very true. ...does his State Farm stuff, like... I'm trying to look at the teams right here of, like, who's there. I mean, KD, you... Zion KD's had his lot. run, like... Yeah. Yeah, that's Jaws yeah, going right. through his shit right now. Like, oh my god, I don't. Even, uh, do we even want to touch on that? Do we even want to talk? I mean, about it happened that? in Denver. I mean, everybody knows where it happened too. Shotgun Willie. Yeah, everybody knows where that is. Did you see all the money on the floor? Yeah, he's an NBA player. What did you expect? He's a young NBA player with no problems. They just got paid. Yeah, no, his contract still hasn't even kicked in yet. Till next yeah, year, yeah, but he's gonna get paid. Like, yeah, but still, that contract could be out the fuck. He's lucky it's not out the window. No, yeah. He you could, know what I mean? Well, I mean, they could have suspended him the rest of the season. The fact that he only got eight games. Is that what the official report came out yeah. as? Well, he already sat out two, but he's going to get it. He gets an additional eight, yeah. So it was a 10 game total. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. He really? might have sat out more than two, too. I think they suspended him two, and then he was away from the team for a little bit. Yeah. I think he missed another one, and then by the time the thing came out, they announced it was eight. So they could go on a skid here. What do you think is. Why? Like, what do you think he's went just through a his young head? dude with money. You think that's just what it is? Yeah. His dad's his best friend. and Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem and like... And it sounds like he has a lot of dudes that hang around him, too. No offense. Yeah, it's, it seems like he still has the guys from... When you say it from... Because he went to a private school, so that's where it's like... It's just weird. Yeah, like that's, that's what throws me for a loop, because it's like... He didn't live that lifestyle, so why? That's what the, that's what throwing um, everybody for a loop. Unless, it, unless he did have, like... Because we don't know, like... True. He might have, he might have lived that life. He yeah. could have just. I mean, went to I guarantee you, he just live. went to he just went to private school to ball. Probably that's probably what it was. It could have been. Yeah. He needed. He knew his. T knew he had to get out, or else he was going to go down the wrong path and waste his talent, like so many people do. Yeah. Because they just get stuck to the hood and they don't want to leave. So I think that was more was probably more a parenting decision. I guarantee you, when Jaw was a kid, he probably fought back and was like, "No, I don't want to do this." Yeah, he probably I, I want to let me go play at the public school with and, all my boys. Yeah, and he went private, and it actually worked out. And now he's like, "Well, I'm just going to put everybody up." Like, yeah. that, that's everybody's mentality when they come up from a, a poverty situation. Is right. Well, if I come up, like we all come up, we, we all, all win. Yeah, for sure. I'm you know, is, is it? Yeah, is it his fault that he just decided to keep the wrong company? Like, or maybe his role model should have came in and been like, "Hey, you're with the wrong dudes." Yeah, these aren't the right dudes. Yeah. You know, I've heard, because uh, I've been listening to the Pivot podcast. Uh-huh. That's with uh, Fred Warner and Ryan Clark and then Crowder. Okay. And a lot of the guys that they talk to that they've, they a lot of guys that they talk to have came through from backgrounds where they're not good environments, you know? Yeah. But at some point they realize, like, either I keep hanging with the guys I'm hanging with and it's going to, like. Bite me in the ass. Yeah. Or I go off and do my own thing and a lot of other guys decide to go do their own thing and I think that's just where he's stuck like 
And I hope he does figure himself out and figure that part out because it, I love watching the kid hoop. Oh, yeah, he's a baller. I mean, if you want to put the rival tag on Memphis, I mean, I guess maybe you could, but I don't really think so. But, I mean, he, it's a Western Conference opponent we're going to face a lot, and we're going to face a lot of jaw within the future and in playoff runs in the future, I think. And so, I, I mean, I love watching the kid hoop. What he did at Murray State in March Madness a handful of years ago was great to see. And then, I mean, him translate it into the league on a bigger scale was awesome. So, yeah, hopefully he gets the help he needs and figures this shit out. But if not... He's only 23. And if he yeah. doesn't, then that's his fault. I mean, whatever. What, the, what the fuck is my podcast going to do for this kid? You know what I mean? Well, is it, and he's, like like I said, he's 23 years old. Like Yeah. He's a year older than Alyssa, than my sister. It's crazy. Yeah. He's a year younger than us. Yeah. So, like... You you expect a twenty three year old to be perfect with his money with like two hundred and thirty million? Yeah. Or knowing that he's getting two hundred and thirty million. Yeah. Like we saw MPJ go through some crazy shit after he signed his contract. What? The car towing the Tesla and he's fucking <laughs> that was funny. sitting on his like because <laughs> he doesn't funny. want you know? Like <laughs> that I actually never knew that video went viral until like after a year after it happened. Oh really? Like recently, like a few, like six seven months ago, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I saw that and I was like, What the fuck? Was that controversial like at all? Like in media or anything? I think it was more funny. Like, everybody laughed. But, like, like yeah. you're really going to sit on a, like, come on. <laughs> like, just don't park in a no parking spot. Let's <laughs> be an adult about this. But that, that's, like. That video was funny. But they, they they get this money and they seem privileged. and For sure. You know, I think, you know, if he needs to go find help, he needs to go find help. But now it's, like, his whole teammates are, like, bro, you kind of fucked us. Yeah, for sure. Which he did. So yeah, hopefully might, he learns from it. They might go on a big skid here. Yeah, they could. Like they already bounced sure. from the two seed. Yeah. Sacktown's kind of taking that over. Yeah. I think that's a fraudulent, not fraudulent team, but that's a two no, seed that's is. getting really lucky. And when playoff time comes and that beast approaches them, they're not yeah. going to know what the fuck to do. It'll that's be, what that two seed They is. remind me of uh, Carolina last year in the playoffs. Hockey. Carolina? Oh, the, the Canes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How they came up and it was just like. Well, we got this young squad. We actually put a squad together. Yeah, they're like, like the odds-on favorite to win the cup. Yeah, until we're running through, and then bounced. and then they what was it like first or second round? They second, got ranked, right? I think they got bounced by Tampa. Yeah, and a sweep. Yeah, they swept. Yeah, I remember that. Was and everyone, we, I, I think I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure I mentioned on the show like I was. Yeah, not, you, no, okay I was facing them in the, in the I was, finals. Oh, I thought they were one of the best teams in the East. When I kept right. watching them, I was like. They're fat. They they skated yeah. almost just like the Avs. It I was like it was like the Eastern Conference version of the Avs. Yeah, so that's what that. I think that's a good metaphor for Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, you never know. So, all right. Well, speaking of playoff runs, let's hope the Broncos can go on one next year. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I didn't know of any other way to introduce them. Try to make it. What somewhat. did I say? When we signed, when we hired. Sean Payton, I think I said nine and eight. That's what he gets you to. You think Sean Payton gets us to nine and eight? Yeah, just with his coaching. I think he'll win you games just off his coaching. Okay, I Let's think there's. Just, let me pull up their schedule. I think there's. No, just go based off of last year. Like, go off of last year's. No, yeah, yeah. Um, um, what do and we'll I figure think, out before, losses before looking at schedule? What do I think from last year's schedule? Sean Payton, I think just off of his, I'll go nine and eight with you. That's a good. I think there were games last year that we clearly lost because of coaching. Yeah, I that think he, so too. That's a good way. Where to put we it. had like, I know Russ made tons of fucking mistakes late in games, but I know there's like there's calls that were made that wouldn't have gave Russ even the opportunity to make some of the mistakes he made. Okay. 
Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good, yeah. Um, let's pull this up. Let's go through this real quick. You want to do this or not? Yeah, yeah, we could do this. We did this last year, and obviously we were fucking way Is this off. the upcoming season? Yeah, this is this year. Oh, let's wait for that one. Let's wait till after wait? the draft. You want to wait? Let's do last year's schedule, and we'll see, based off of losses, on games that... Who, like, off of coaching and If stuff? we think Sean Payton would have made a difference in those games. Okay. So we finished 5-12. and 12. You only won one division game, and it was meaningless at the end of the year. Yeah. Right? Because we beat the Chargers last week. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. So if Sean Payton's our coach, are we going to assume that Russell Wilson plays better or no? Uh, I mean, I think you kind of have to because I think your I think coach you elevates your guys. Yeah. So and Russ, like this first game, like Russ didn't have a bad game, but I also don't think we call a play where there's an option to audible on the fucking one in the loudest on the goal line in the loudest stadium. Right. You know, like that caused the two fumbles. Okay. So, well, yeah, let's go. Seattle Seahawks, with, this is all with Sean Payton and Russ's game being yeah. a little bit elevated. Yes, that's a win. Mm-hmm. Houston, then, yes. Obviously, you won, yeah. 49ers, I think that almost could turn into a blowout. Yeah. That game with Sean Payton as your head coach, oh. yeah. So there's three. Um, Vegas, 32-23. Vegas, that was when Javante got hurt. The scoop and score with Melvin, a lot of drama. We'll assume all that happens. I'll give that a loss. I'll give that game a loss. Yeah, because I you, think too I don't much think bad you, shit happens. I think you, to yeah, even it. as a coach, I don't think you plan for your starting running back to blow his knee out. No, which led to Malvin actually having yeah. to be in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Colts Thursday night football game. That was one of the most horrendous games I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna there. give that a win. I'll give that a win because the interception that allowed the Colts to drive down the field to tie it at nine. I don't think I think we run the ball there and then we kick a field goal to go up fifteen. Okay. 15-6. That was the KJ's down there somewhere? Pick. Yeah, that was the... He, or was that? I'm trying to first, force it to somebody. First he, Stephon, it was... Stephon Gilmore's on my number one wide receiver. It wasn't even the number one. It was some... He was on court. And he tried to force no, the ball it wasn't even. it wasn't even court. That's right. why everybody was In mad, the end too. zone? Are yeah, you sure? it was Seth Williams. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's why a lot of people were upset, too. Okay, but I know Stefan had that pick. Yeah, it was Gilmore, yeah. Okay. So are we giving that a win? I would give it a win because I think we run the ball there, we kick the field goal, and we play to the defense. So that's one, two, three. We're four and one right now with Sean Payton. Uh, Chargers in SoFi. That was the overtime game where fucking where PJ Lock was blocked into PJ or Montreal Washington. Montreal Washington. Uh, I don't, I don't even, even think that game gets an overtime chance, so I'm going to say we win that one too. I think we win, yeah. Okay, so we're five and one. The Jets sixty. I don't even. I was. I'm not even going to lie. I was so fucking hammered at the Jets game. I don't remember that game. We were at that one. Brett Rippon played because Russ got hurt with the hamstring. Russ, yeah, Russ got hurting in the LA game with the hammy, and then the Jets. When do we think we? Yeah, because Brett Rippon threw the ball like forty fucking times <laughs> that game. I remember I was so pissed because he just kept throwing the ball. <laughs> Do you think we win it? I think we run heavy that game. I honestly think we were tied going in, and then they they drove down I don't and scored remember a touchdown. At all. You think we win? I'm gonna go with, with whatever Rip. you say because I don't remember it. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we'll assume Russell gets hurt and we have to play with Rip. With Rip, yeah, I think we run the ball heavy that game and. Uh, do we pull that one out? So you're six and one. You go to Jacksonville and Lennon. You, I think that's a blowout as well, and it's not as close as it was. Yeah. 
So now you're seven and one. Tennessee with Sean Payton. Um, I don't think the boys were prepped they off the bye as well. See, yeah, and I don't know Sean Payton's record off of a bye, playoffs, and regular season or whatever. I'd have to look that up. But I mean, oh, I'm trying to think back to just see how the general like game went. feel of the game was. Well, we were it was, in it. it. Was yeah, it was tied. I being it in was, it. It was tied at half, and then remember. Um, we were actually up right before half. Tennessee had that drive down in the last few seconds. Oh, they beat and it was KJ. like third and seventeen. You knew they were throwing for the end zone, yeah. and Tannehill threw a touchdown at the end yeah, of the half. They beat KJ. Yeah, and it and it and it just completely blew yeah. it open. I'll give that a loss. Oh yeah, I'll give it a loss. Tennessee came out and played hard. It's hard to say that it's a loss off of a bye with Sean Payton, but we'll, I'll give that a loss. So now we're. Seven and two, Jesus, and you're gonna play the Raiders at home. That was the overtime game where it was back and forth, back and forth. PS2 got cooked. Yeah, double move Devontae Adams corner of the end zone. I don't think that even goes to overtime. I'm gonna say we're eight and two. I would agree with you because our defense made Vegas look confused mm-hmm. and lost. The Raiders scored a touchdown on their first drive, and then they didn't score until like the third or fourth quarter. Yeah, and the Broncos control, remember, right? controlled the whole game. So we're eight and two. I think we had a couple missed field goals that game too. Yeah, yep, we did. Um, Carolina, I'll give. We'll just assume that was an ugly game from Russ. They just weren't ready. Yeah. Just weren't no, ready. We, so I'll no, give that a loss. Good. Yeah. So we're eight and three. Baltimore with Lamar Huntley at your quarterback oh, we're, position. We're, we're definitely winning that. Beat game. the fucking yeah. breaks off of them. So we're nine and three. Is nine and three. Are? Yeah. We said <sighs> this is where this one hurts. The Kansas City one. Do we win that one? Russ gets hurt, Rippin comes in, and then Rippin just couldn't move the ball. No, I think we lose that game. If Russ still gets hurt, yeah, we, we lose that game. Yeah, let's assume Russ still gets hurt. I think we lose but that game. But is our first half as bad as it was? That's also true, because it was 28 it it went up or 27 to, it was nothing at half? 27. Or no, we kicked like a field goal before half ended yeah. or something stupid. We scored... No, we didn't have any points. I, I think we have to I think like it was assume seven zero. Was it zero? Yeah. I think we have to assume. I I don't think we win that game. We'll no, I don't say, think we win. I I don't think it's as bad though. I don't know. I think it's more of a game. I don't think it's as bad. I don't think it's it's probably the same score, but the way it was, I don't think it's so lopsided first half. Like could have been like a Kansas I think it's more. I think it's a more of a game. Deal. Yeah. Okay. Mahomes like just twenty eight twenty eight with like forty five left yeah. or something stupid. Mahomes does something crazy. They probably win thirty one twenty eight, not thirty four twenty eight. Okay. Okay, so now we are nine and four. So thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, nine and four. Mm-hmm. Cardinals, you win that. Uh, that was battle of the backups. Mm-hmm. Russ was hurt again from the concussion the week before, so we'll assume that's the same thing. And Murray just tore and Murray his ACL. just tore his ACL. So now we're ten and four. Mm-hmm. Rams blew you out fifty-one to fourteen. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett had a game plan for that game whatsoever. No, all he was he was upset because he wasn't spending Christmas with his kids. Yeah, going in. They didn't practice Christmas. Was it the well, Friday before Christmas? They didn't have a. They didn't have a practice before they went out there. That's a big margin. I'm going to give that a loss. I think you. I think you lose because it's a weird week and you're on the road. Yeah. You think if it's at home, you win. Oh, if it's at home, yeah, you win. Okay. So yeah. now we're. I think that Christmas Day game just sucks for visiting teams because they know they have to leave their families yeah. too. And a lot of the guys with families, they are like. They're family guys too, so they they want to be with their family on holidays. 
Okay. So I think that game just sucks if you're a traveling team, no matter what. Okay. So we're ten and five going into Arrowhead on New Year's, uh, with Kansas City having a lot of big playoff implications with this game. And if you're and sitting at ten and five, this is a first place what? game. This is what? This would be a first place game. Thousand percent. Yeah. Winner with takes Sean first place. I, uh, uh, you want me to be honest? I think Kansas City will win that one. I think they do too. They're just tough at home. Andy Reid just knows his guy. I think that's just where the callus of them knowing what's so on the line. Ten and six comes in. So you're ten and six going into the Chargers game, and we won that. So you finish a, a presumably eleven, 11, 11 and seven. Six. Eleven and six. Yeah. And that gives you a top wild card spot. I mean, because you lost to Kansas City, so you have to be a wild card. Well, eleven and six, you would beat out. Who was the other wild card? True. Oh, that we we'd basically take the Chargers spot. Yeah. Because the Chargers were ten and seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we took the Chargers. Who'd spot. they play in the first round? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. You'd probably they, beat they them. They fucking choked and blew. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. You'd beat them. Who did Jacksonville play? Did they play Kansas, Kansas City? City? That might be a redemption game where you could have won. Maybe the playoff callus once again just isn't. They have our number. Okay, that could have so, been a coin toss. So we'll just go. Toe. We we lose in the divisional, the divisional round. Mm-hmm. We'll lose to Kansas City. Yeah. The rest of the playoffs play out the same way. And now you get here. But I also think that leaves Bradley Chubb on the roster. You probably signed Draymond. I mean, everything changes. So Well, yeah, because I think Draymond leaving was... Now we work this into our free agency talk. Draymond yeah. leaving was clearly... He was upset about Bradley Chubb being moved on. Yep. He was upset. He seemed he, like the one to be the most upset with yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's because they were friends. and well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he expected like the... The big move. One, the big move, but I don't think he expected like, well, fuck, like... While they moved on from Bradley, I don't think he thought, like, now I'm the one who's going to get paid. I think it was more like, you just moved on from one of, like, a player that I feel is a key player that's a big mentor to me here. Well, wasn't Draymond ready for a payday anyway? Or do you think Bradley leaving made his payday bigger? I think the Bradley leaving made his payday bigger. Okay. And I think once he started expressing his disinterest with the team, like... I think it's slowly just... He didn't play the last game of the year, huh? No, he was a healthy scratch. Or not a healthy scratch. He was had an injury, and they were at the point where they just weren't playing guys who had injuries. That's what I thought. Yeah. But, too, like, he even... There was a tweet that... Oh, real quick. Let me cut you off real quick. That's also... We assumed a couple of those losses were due to Russ's injuries, by the way. Yeah, because does Russ get injured? In- yeah. Keep going. Sorry. But... um, So it could have been better. What was I saying? Oh yeah, Draymond. Yes. When his he, payday got bigger because yeah, Bradley his payday left. got bigger because because uh, Bradley left. But I don't think he looked at it as like I'm gonna get paid now. Yeah, I think it was more like, well, fuck, you're moving on from him. I'm in a contract year. Like he was disinterested with the team because they moved on from Bradley. And it then when they when, and then when they traded for Sean Payton, he went out and liked a tweet about. Or he might have even tweeted, like, it was something like, basically, like, we're a rebuilding team, and we just gave up, we're giving up another, or we're giving up our first pick for a coach, like, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there was that, too. Some Twitter drama. Yeah, so it's like, I think the front office and even Sean Payton coming in is like, clearly this guy doesn't want to be here. Yeah. And they offered him, I think they there was a rumor that they offered him $17.5 million during the season. 
right after the Chubb trade, I think. Mm-hmm. Like like the there was, week there was after. Rumor. Yeah, I think Cliss had rumored it. Yeah. And he said no. And then he ends up taking a $17.5 million contract. Like, Right. Well, good for him. Hopefully he has success in Seattle, but, I mean, whatever. He's not here no more. But since he's not here, we'll we'll get into our first of a handful of free agent signings. Mm-hmm. Zach Allen yeah. taking his spot. Um, led the league in pressures last year based, you know, those pro football-focused stats. I mean, yeah. they're kind of meaningless to me, whatever, but it basically his average of pressures or hits or sacks was like one in every 20 snaps. He had... He gave the kid a payday. I'll tell you that. I think it was well deserved too. Do you think so? When I went and I think it was a little overvalued I, from things I went and watched. Okay, and you look at it, and I'll be straightforward. I haven't watched shit on anybody that we. Oh no, yeah, from things I've watched on him, I like him. Okay, I actually for the value. I mean, I know him and Draymond's contract isn't too big of difference. I know we're paying him less by like two million. Zach Allen, we're paying him more. Than we gave him a bigger signing bonus. We gave, no, but is. I'm talking the the cap hit. The, yeah, the, the, guaranteed, the guaranteed money yeah. is more. Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, the cap right. hit is two million, two million less than what Draymond got for the same production. Right. You, you with Draymond. Draymond had one more sack last year, and uh, Zach Allen had ten more quarterback hits. Okay. So he's basically a white Draymond Jones. <laughs> Who's already played in this system before, too. Correct. He's been in... Yeah, let's cut that off, because I just realized we haven't had an episode since we've made all these moves. We haven't had an episode since even before Hacky got canned. The no, last, yeah, our, our, our last episode last was... episode that we talked about, we talked about all that. We didn't expect to get blown out on Christmas, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Uh, clearly, Hackett just didn't have it. He, I don't think he does have it. He's better as a coordinator. Best yeah, I think he was just... I think it was a trial... And he was like, fuck, this is a lot of work. Plus, he's a family dude, you know. Mm-hmm. His kids are still young. They're not older. Right. You know, so he's still trying to get that dad stuff in, like, going to school shit and all that. Like, yeah, it's kind of different when you're the head coach. You can't, you're going to have to miss shit. So we don't know what his home life was going on, too. Like, could have been rough. Yeah, he could have. He's stressing out about the team. Fuck he said they're spending. The facility. Yeah, they're spending, nine, like, 24 straight hours at the facility. Like, um. Love the Sean Payton hire. A couple weeks ago, I didn't like it because I was like, "Oh, well, he had Drew Brees for 15 years, blah blah blah, and he only yeah. won Super Bowl, yada yada." But you brought up. A good I think point. it's fair though. You but you brought up a good point to rebuttal it though. Still saying, were they not a contender every year? And I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. You shut me the fuck up on that one." So he automatically lifts your team. Um, his effect is hopefully what Russell was supposed to be last year, and now you can hopefully combine those both, and Russell can hopefully have a bounce back year and. I don't even want to get into the topic of discussion yet of well, what if Russ doesn't have a good year and he really is on the complete downtrend of his career. That's something we can talk about later in the year if it happens. Yeah. Right now we're just going to assume Russ is still he still knows how to play football and obviously he's on the downslope of his career, but I mean he's not. You don't forget the, how to play something that you have yeah. played since you were seven. And I think the downslope just comes with age too. Like it comes with age, but it also comes with him having a little too much breathing room and not having a head coach who has oh, a set. Of oh yeah, being a little more relaxed and yeah. Just coming to a new environment. In I mean, general. you're going to tell me Pete Carroll let Russ get away with what he wanted to get away with? No, come on, now let's be realistic. Pete Carroll had to keep him in a cage. Well, you even go Hackett back to let him out of that. Cage. You even go back to just the way Russ showed up at training camp, where everybody was saying like, "Whoa, he's overweight," and then the Seattle guys were like, "Oh, he always showed up to training camp like that," but he would lose it by the end of training camp, and he never did. But we had soft training camp. <laughs> yeah. So Russ is probably thinking like, "Well, what the fuck? 
Yeah. You know, like, and he looks slimmer towards the end of the oh, year. Oh, towards the end of the year, he looked great. But that's because it was towards the end of the year. Did you see the picture that came out of him? On his family vacation? Yeah, he looks, he looks good. good. He looks really good. Um, I think, I, I forgot who I was talking about or to, talking to this about with the other day. It was literally like yesterday or the day before. The problem with Russ, it might have even, was it you? I don't remember. The problem with Russ was, I think, he is such a uh, routine guy that him being out of Seattle and the culture shock was like, whoa, for one. For two, he's never gotten that much national media attention even when he was doing great things. And in it was, Seattle, yeah. It was all negative, mm-hmm. so that's number two. And number three, I think he had a head coach, like I said, who just didn't have a set of nuts and he could let him do whatever he wants. And there was no uh, path for Russell, I guess you could say. There was no guidance. It was just he was a a free-range fucking chicken going crazy. And he wasn't even going crazy doing stupid shit, obviously. He was just doing what he wants. And sometimes even though no matter how much you think it in the real world, when if you think what you're doing is the right thing to do and it's the right way, sometimes it's the wrong way. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and you do need that guidance no matter how old you are or whatever, you know? And I think those are just the three main components and it transitioned to what he did on the field and he still had good flashes. No, yeah. You know, there Tor- were still especially towards the end had. of the season. Yeah, there, yeah towards there the end of the season. There was a lot of flashes. Play calling, up and stuff. There was, whoa, My whoa, bad, whoa, 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 whoa. Apple ad. Um, yeah, there was great flashes of what can come from him. So, I think he has a bounce back year. Do I think he's going to throw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards? No. But that's also not what the Sean Payton system is about either, you know? Yeah. So we'll see where it takes us. It's going to be an interesting year. Something in my gut does tell me it's going to be different. I mean, we're not going to be Super Bowl contenders, I don't think. Um, Could we make a playoff run? Possibly. But are we at least going to have a positive record year? I think so. We'll get into into the schedule next week or maybe the week after that. Or you said after the draft. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk schedule later. In the year. At that point, the roster is kind of set because there's still moves and yeah. rumors that are going on. Like, yeah, so we'll talk that later. But go, let, going back to the start of this Bronco conversation, I think you hit the nail on the head with automatically Sean Payton gets you to nine and eight, mm-hmm. and hopefully, I you think can, that's you a good can, baseline yeah, from I, where this roster and team finished last year. Yeah, and I think, and I mean, it's a four game uh, difference. I mean, five and twelve to nine and eight is four games, obviously, but. But I think a good coach is definitely. We just that. went over it. Yeah, yeah. Co- I mean, a good coach. You know. So if we say we went. What, what did we say last year? Eleven and six. Yeah. And I, I will. I mean, say you went eleven and six last year, and you go nine eight this year. I mean, still. An eleven and six would have changed a lot. Like yeah, like you said, Bradley would still be here. Hackett would still be here. Well, we assume I mean, it was Sean Payton. Should be Sean Payton staff. Um, like you probably don't hear any trade rumors with Jerry and Cortland. Um, yeah, because they probably had decent years. The talk Decent of a running, seasons. yeah, the talk of a running back still is probably in question. I mean, because maybe Melvin still has his fumbles. I mean, we still said Javante has his injury, but yeah. I think Latavius Murray is probably brought in earlier. Okay, let's let's revert back a little bit. At the worst, with everything that happened last year, you still probably go nine and eight. I mean, it's just bringing your point to another. No, yeah, nine and you know, yeah, guaranteed nine and eight. Yeah, and probably honestly, Melvin might not even be on the roster if right. Sean Payton's the coach too. So. Right. Yeah, you don't know. So you probably start off with Latavius Murray as your backup because he started the the season on the practice squad. In think he returns? Think he comes back? Uh, maybe. I don't think so with these free agent moves. We I think he's gonna, we're going to draft a running back. I think Latavius is going to stay healthy, and he's at this point in his career, he knows he's more of the emergency type back. Like, 
He's just going to stay in shape. Is he, though? Stay in game shape. He looked good last year. No, yeah. He can't but, be your number two guy? But he was also, like, the practice squad guy for half the season. You know? True. It's he had true. one start with Seattle. Or with, yeah. not with Seattle, with Baltimore. New Orleans. Or was it Baltimore? Baltimore? Right before he got picked up by the Broncos. Yeah. But he, right after his one no, start. No, it was with the Saints. I'm sorry, because the Saints were in London, oh, in London. before. Yeah. And then he had the one, one game there. Mm. Goes right back to the practice squad, and the Broncos are able to pick him up. Yeah. I think I think it's age, you know, it's just starting to play. Because okay. we're obviously going to draft. I think they back. factor that in, and I yeah. wouldn't say obviously, but you don't think it's pretty obvious. I don't know. Not with the mock drafts I did. I do at least like fucking six or seven a day, and unless they make a trade to like move up, like I mean, you could probably grab one, and but they don't like have a deep seventh round pick either. So you're gonna have to move no. picks around. Yeah. And we have five now. Sixty-seven, sixty-eight. Like, do you want to really reach on a pick? Like, there's a a center. You reached on Javante in the second round. Yeah, but Javante was deemed a second round guy. Some people had Javante deemed like the best back in that class. Okay. So, I mean, it's all like, because I think that the middle of the, the running back class this year in the draft is all pretty like around the same, like similarities. They're, they're not one really sticks out to the other. But the top end of this running back class with like Bijan, uh, who's the kid out of Bama, Gibbs, yeah, he's nice. Um, I mean, the kid out of Houston's nice. The kid out of Houston's pretty good too. So, I mean, but those are all going to be first, second round guys too. Right. So, right. I mean, down the through the depths. I mean, there's going to be a lot of undrafted guys that are going to be decent backs too. Like, just because there's not enough picks. So. There's going to be a lot of running backs that just slip through the cracks that you're probably going to be able to snap in. Hopefully. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. Um, who was your favorite free agent signing? Was it Zach Allen? Before or after I watched him? As of right now. Oh, Ben Powers. Ben Powers it was? Yeah. Let's talk about him then. I like Ben Powers. We'll talk about my my favorite. After. He's such an upgrade. And I love Dalton. I think Dalton's a cool guy. Like, I think Dalton stays good. on the roster for cheap? Or do you think he wants a payday? I don't even think Dalton. You're on the fourth day of free agency. Dalton might be a practice squad guy. Really? Yeah, he still hasn't, like, there's no rumors about Dalton Reisner signing anywhere. Talks to anywhere. Well, it's because he's not good. <laughs> I mean, he, I wouldn't say he's not good. Well, but he's there's not, no like, value there. Yeah, basically what, I think he needs a new scenery for sure to, like, rebuild his... I think him, what was it, when, fuck, what was the guy's name? Oh, fuck, I'm forgetting his name. Whoever the old line coach was. I don't remember. But they were, oh, Munchak. For some reason, I think, like, him and Munchak just didn't, like, Munchak couldn't get the best out of him. Because Munchak came, what, that year, right before the COVID year, right? Mm-hmm. And that was Dalton's second year in the league? And that was when Bulls turned the switch on. Bulls turned the switch and Dalton, like... Plateaued. Plateaued, yeah. yeah. So for some reason, like, the learning just wasn't there. And then this last guy, from what it sounds like, the last line coach we had was fucking dog shit. So maybe he just needs to go somewhere where he gets with the right coach. But how many guys are really going to... 
you know, go after that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who's the, who drafted Dalton? Was it Vance? Or was it Fangio? Um, did we pick? He was a second round guy. Might have been Fangio. So it was, it was right before the COVID so year. So second round is what? Three years with a fourth year option. Yeah. Not fourth with a fifth. Yeah. It's three years with a fourth round option. So I don't even think you're given an option. I think it's just three years. Are you sure? That was that was Fangio's pick then. Yeah, so maybe Miami. I mean, maybe he goes to be a backup guy there. Okay, that's funny because I just looked up his name on Twitter and it's sound like there's no rumor it sounds mill, like he's going to Miami. but Miami is like a top spot that could sign him. So there you go. There could be the ties there. So what do you like about Ben Powers? Oh, he's physical. Uh-huh. Uh, he's athletic. I mean, he's good in the pass. From what I've, he's coming from a mobile quarterback already too, with the way Lamar, Lamar is runs, and stuff. Yeah. So, and then when he, I don't know, he just brings like an intensity that we just didn't seem to have on the offensive line. I think yeah. he's going to be a good pairing with Miners on the other side if Miners can flip that switch because he has a flip he needs to switch to, in my opinion. No, yeah, but he's, he's also, I think he's almost there though. Miners was what like a four, fourth round guy, third uh, round guy, fifth round guy. I know everybody. No, was, I thought he was like, was a, like third. a third. No, we didn't reach for him, did we? I don't think so. I think everybody was shocked when we drafted him just because of. I don't remember. I feel like it was a third, but I feel like that's way too high for him. It sounds high. It sounds really high. I think fifth was around where we got him. Third round. He was a third round guy? Yeah, 2021, third round guy. Huh. But yeah, I think um, he has that same, like, because when you watch Quinn Miners play, he's like nasty. Yeah, like on his run blocking, like that, physical, that angry like run that Javante had against Baltimore, uh, obviously the most famous run he has. Yeah. Uh, Miners was in that second and third level, like a fucking and, and that's how when you watch when you watch Ben Powers, like that's exactly how he is. Okay. But he's way better than Dalton in the pass and pass blocking. Okay. He's not like the best pass block, but he's he's there. You feel? Yeah. Him. I feel like there was times you just didn't feel Dalton there, and he just kind of was. And I think from what the team you know, was especially asking towards from the end him of the year. too, yeah. I think from what the team was asking from him, they, they expected him to be key piece on that line. And right. He it just never seemed to. Yeah. But I think it's like a definite upgrade. Like I was so, so I was so surprised to see that we signed a, like a guard. Yeah. And one of the top guards like so was I. on free agency because we had just signed uh, McGlinchey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All good points. Uh, I think my favorite signing wasn't really a, I don't know. We brought back Alex Singleton. Mm. And I know it's kind of like a not big name and not a need, but I think what based off what he did last year, for one, the kid deserved a payday because he did it in Philly the year before. Yeah. Um, you know, led the team in tackles, was a good special teams guy, yada, yada, yada. And I think he brings the guys around him in his position area, you know, Josie Jewell, Baron Browning, all those guys. He just he levels them up a little bit, and he's a hustle guy, and he makes his guys that are around him hustle. Um, he was very reliable. You got him for very cheap, and I think with this year that's upcoming, our defense took a little bit of a hit, and I I, I just think that you need some consistency on that side of the ball, especially with what's what's going on um, with Deshaun Payton higher and how much we're going to rely on this offense. I think that defense still needs to be somewhat intact. I don't like the VJ hire. Um, it's not the greatest. It's not the worst. But I think 
if you have a little bit of consistency there, it's, that's what's going to help this defense stay good. Yeah. I, I like the singleton because we got him back. The guy I wanted to the start of free agency, I wanted them to try for Tremaine Edmonds super hard. Really? Yeah. That was my guy. Like I was talking with Darius about it right before uh, the Banditos tryouts. Was it last Sunday? Yeah, I thought it was last Saturday. Something like that, yeah. Was it Saturday? It was Saturday because I took DJ to get his new bat. Um, but I was talking to him and he was like, who do you think, who do you want the Broncos to sign? And I was like, Tremaine Edmonds. Like you talk about a guy that would have locked down the position for the next five, five, ten. six years. Yeah. Who can play the pass, who can step up and play the run. He's athletic mm-hmm. enough to guard tight ends. Like yep. I thought that was the guy. But I understand why you can't make that signing after you go and give McGlinchey and Powers like the money the money you gave them. Yeah. yeah. And then working with Zach Allen, like you need to bolster that. If you could go get like I understand the way it played out, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because you get the Zach Allen, you get so you paid big money to three positions and then you got Alex Singleton for I think it's like three a year. Yeah. Something like that. Was it like a three year deal? Nine million. Guarantee yeah. a nine million guarantee. I think it's up to eighteen. Yeah, so, so I don't mind it. Six a year. He wasn't most. bad. I think you move on from Josie probably within the next few years. Yeah, I agree. I um, wouldn't be surprised if Josie's a cap hit come, or one of those cap casualties come the, yeah. within the next one to two years. I haven't looked yeah. at his contract to like see, but I just think consistency with this team on how inconsistent it's been is what is key. So that's why I liked it so much. Um, and then you got McGlinchey, mm-hmm. which was a great signing. I mean. Where do we even start with that? He played for the probably the arguably the best coach in the NFL with under Kyle Shanahan. Um, his guy on the other side of him was probably the best left tackle in the, the NFL. Yeah. And Trent Williams. Um, he has experience. He knows what he's doing. I did kind of listen to Derek Wolf describe him because he's played against him a few times. Yeah. And he kind of described him as a dude who's lighter. So he's not a heavier no, yeah. offensive lineman. You know, like, and like when he says light, he doesn't mean weight wise because his weight is up there. But. You it's don't feel him when you yeah when yeah. you when you rush him you don't feel him as much as you do other guys. other guys but Derek Wolf also said that that's not really a problem because as long as he's blocking yeah. I mean you're gonna feel him at some point and it sounds like he's a really athletic guy gets to the second level very well um, struggles on a couple like zone runs and stuff yeah. but excels yeah. a lot more in other areas I made sure to listen to what. Orlando had to save from him because he was there as the assistant coach. I kind of heard bits and pieces of that, too. With Orlando, he was saying how he he just has a tendency to just overset. You know, like he just plays high. Kind of how bold he was. Yeah, except he's he's bigger. So he played like he just he doesn't choose to play high, like just because of his how big he is as a guy. How tall he is. It's just kind of fucking comes. It happens. Yeah. but he said a lot of it too was this guy's like he's gonna play he has to be completely injured to not play right he's gonna play hurt mm-hmm. he's you know he he's one of those guys who's gonna battle through and I think that's a problem we've had at right tackle is you know guys are oh I got a finger I'm not gonna play yeah my hammy hurts I'm not gonna play yeah you know like uh, Mark Schlereth had a good point it was like back in his day like. You just taped everything up. Right. You know, you played. And I think we haven't had one of those, like, old-school mentality, like, style offensive linemen. Since so, probably Orlando. 
at right tackle for sure. I think Bowles is probably that on the other side. I, I think Bowles will play hurt. It had, like, he yeah. clearly has to fucking break his leg to not play. Right. Um, but he wasn't like that the first few years, obviously. Yeah, he had that he one. He kind of developed He had that, that one game where he came back from, like, the leg. One week he broke. He had that, like, that, like, small, fra- like, hairline fracture in his leg. Mm-hmm. The following week he was, like, playing. So. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I think this offensive line is building, like, a, a mean streak. The only one I'm concerned about is probably Kush. Which I wouldn't be surprised if we drop comp, draft competition for. I Kush. think that's why I that's where I think they go with that that first that pick, third round, the third pick round pick. Have. Yeah, there's a guy. I think he's Ohio State. Let me go. I can get to it pretty quick. I think he's an Ohio State guy. I also heard a lot of concern about us having a rookie offensive line coach. Is a little concerning, and then guy. But when you have guys that have been doing this for a while, like Bulls, like Powers, like God, how do you say his last name? McGlinchy. McGlinchy. They already kind of know how what suits their game, and they're not not that they're not going to listen to the coach. But if he says, "Hey, you you need to set this way on this play," even though he's been setting another way for the last six years, like he's going to kind of you know what I mean? Do I his think, own not do his own thing, but do his own thing essentially. I think what we could look at it too, though, is it's not like they just hired some random guy who went from a box to the right to the field. You know, he wasn't yeah. a, he wasn't an analytics guy, and now he's the offensive line coach. Yeah. He was a long time fucking player for Sean Payton too. Yeah. So I, I don't know if he's here per se more for his technique that he coaches and stuff like that, but more the understanding of the playbook and the system, how, yeah, the system and how Sean Payton wants it done. Like every coach wants a certain play blocked a certain way. Like, yeah. you know, depending on how they're running their double teams or who's chipping who, or, you know, yeah. who's pinning down here and who's pulling the other, like, how they want you to pull, where they want you to pull, like what shoulder they want you to attack, where they want your hands to be, like on certain plays. So it's it's all like a thing. I think that's where it's going to help with the experience from having Being on his staff. Yeah, because he's been he's been he's played it, and now he's going to be able to coach it. Yeah, you know, and a lot of I don't know, just growing up when you have like a veteran guy like on the field that know that you know that you could learn something from. I think it's going to be a plus because they know he played in the league. Yeah. So, like, oh, like, how did you do this when you were, you know, it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be as difficult of a process. I don't think he's going to come in being, like, a dickhead, like. Yeah, I'm coach. You, you need to, to do, me. yeah. yeah. He'd, he'd, Good point. You know, most of these NFL linemen don't seem like they come off like that, at least, to like, the retired ones. Right. Like, yeah. All right. Anything else? Trade rumors. Let's talk that next week. They might be done by next week. That's what I'm saying. Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Sutton. I don't. I mean, one of them's going to be gone for sure. I'm going to be surprised if both are gone. Really? For more draft picks? Yeah. Okay. I told you wide receivers are. Yeah, you, they're expendable. I mean, the Chiefs proved that last year. Yeah, for sure. No, <laughs> they did. <laughs> they and won. you can always trade for a guy, a veteran guy. Well, you can always sign a veteran. You, for you have. Well, they have two good veterans that are out there that are healthy. You know, Adam Thielen's out there. Yeah. You know, OBJ's still out there. I'm pretty sure the Broncos attended his uh, workout. Was workout that he hosted. Might want a little more money than what we want, but we'll see. I mean, you give him a one-year prove-it deal. That's probably all they're looking for at this point. Yeah, both of them. Just two one-year prove-it deals. You got a veteran guy. You draft a couple guys because with those two mm-hmm. trades, you're going to get draft picks. I just don't think anybody wants the Cortland one. Mm-hmm. Look, nobody wants that contract. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos like you hear him. Oh, we restructured Cortland Sutton, and then he's traded. Like right as I think it's, it'll just get worked in, or he, Cortland gets traded, 
then his contract re- restructured. But that's why I think Judy will probably get traded a little before because he still has that option. He's young. So uh, teams, I, go. I mean, it's either that or we pick up his, his fifth year and we got to pay him $18 million Right. And I don't want to pay you wide just receivers. Don't like Jerry, Judy. I just don't like wide receivers. No, you, you played wide receiver. Doesn't mean I don't. Like, I know we shouldn't pay him, though. <laughs> you just don't like Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I get it. Want to pay him $18 million? No. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. All right. Well, that was a good episode. First one mm-hmm. back in a while. That felt really natural. That yeah, more one. natural than the last one. Yeah. I think it was the lights. It was the lights. And we didn't. No, well, more light, didn't no more lights off? Well, I mean, yeah. All right. Well, I just realized we don't have an outro song or like video of anybody just doing anything. That was the last one. So we're just going to go. We had a song. good uh, Avs one, too. Did we? There, well, there's a. They just won by a shootout. Oh, we do, huh? Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Um, well, throw all your shit out there, and then I'll go after you. And all right. that's My name it for this episode. So. Tony. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TV3 underscore APD. My co-host. Damien. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. I am a terrible fucking co-host, and I can't find this fucking... Shootout goal. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. <laughs> How do they not have, like, it clipped? I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see you guys on the flip. See you next week.